When I think about the topic of emotional intelligence, my mind immediately goes to times when I've been on the road driving my car. More specifically, I think about times when I'm stopped at a red light and I start daydreaming or thinking about something and totally miss that the light had turned green. Sometimes I'll have somebody behind me with a presumably high emotional intelligence that might give me a little tap of the horn to alert me to what I've missed. A sort of pleasant, hey buddy, light has turned green. Would you please move forward? Sort of honk. And then there are times I have a presumably less emotionally intelligent motorist behind me who alerts me by wailing on their horn and screaming lots of words that are probably too inappropriate to mention in this podcast. I think about how I mentally respond to each. With the pleasant horn tap, I immediately go to feeling apologetic and sorry for delaying their day. But for the angry screamer, I tend to respond more defensively and judgmentally. This sort of situation just shows how much power our emotions can have on not only how we communicate to others, but also how others respond to how we communicate. Emotional intelligence surely is important when driving, and it's especially important when it comes to being an effective leader. Let's join in on David McPeak now as he explains why it's such a fundamental key to leadership success. Emotional intelligence. I want to introduce this concept by asking a couple of questions. First of all, do you know someone who's book smart and not street smart? Or do you know someone who's street smart and not book smart? Key to this is, do you know somebody that's both? Somebody that's both book smart and street smart. The other thing is you think about leadership. You probably don't think of effective leaders as, as people that are always yelling. They get mad, they get angry. They, they make real rash, irrational and impulsive decisions. You probably more think of effective leaders as people that think things through. It's outcome-based. They can make balanced decisions. They're usually calm, especially in stressful situations. Indicators of emotional intelligence. For yourself, I want you to think about a couple of things. Do you often find yourself feeling maybe misunderstood or appreciated? Do you tend to or know people that blame others? rather than assuming responsibility and trying to fix problems? Are you subject to emotional outbursts, especially maybe with certain people or in certain situations? Do you tend to get angry and confrontational? Are you trying to compete with folks that are on your team that you should be aligned with and working together with? Are your, most of your relationships more short-term or long-term? And lastly, and, and very important as we think about emotional intelligence, do people literally have to tell you what their emotions are for you to be able to understand and, and start any kind of empathy with them, or can you perceive and identify emotions in others without them having to say the words? As you think about emotional intelligence, a, a, a kind of official definition would be a way of recognizing, understanding, and choosing, key word there, choosing, how we think, feel, and act, shaping our understanding of ourselves and our interactions with others. Now, a couple of very important things about emotional intelligence. It really just very simply can be thought of as how we perceive and apply emotions both in ourselves and others. It certainly shapes our interactions with others, understand and our understanding of ourselves. It defines really how and what we can learn and ultimately what we do. It allows us to set and adjust our priorities. It makes us adaptable and it determines the majority of our decisions and actions. And can't stress enough emotional intelligence there's so many studies out there that that now say much more important than just intelligence or your iq and a super indicator of future success is people that are highly emotionally intelligent 
So let's very briefly talk about the positives and negatives of emotional intelligence and end with how to become and practice emotional intelligence, how to become more emotionally intelligent. So the abilities are, are pretty simple as far as emotional intelligence goes. First, your ability to perceive emotions, again, both in yourself and others. Second, and real critical, is to understand how your thoughts and how your emotions translate into behaviors. And then once you can do that, then you regulate your emotions. And we'll talk about the fact that controlled emotions lead to controlled behavior. Unfortunately, the flip side of that is true. Uncontrolled emotions are probably going to lead to uncontrolled behaviors. And certainly in terms of leadership, safety, interactions, communications, the, the, the critically important parts of your job have to be controlled. Four quadrants of emotional intelligence that we could think about. And they're both in, and they have to do with first recognition, second management in self and in social environments. So you've got self-recognition, self-management. Then you've got social recognition and recognition and social management. And all that is how we perceive and apply emotions in ourself. And then to how we perceive and apply emotions in others and with others. Very important because the benefits of emotional intelligence, just a few of them, um, this could be a very, very long list because it really is something that it, the more emotionally intelligent you are, almost the better everything you do gets. And so you're going to have enhanced relationships, improved performance, higher attention and focus, better motivation. You're going to be a more effective leader. You're going to have more influence. You're going to have more inclusion, more alignment on your team. It's just going to lead to a better culture on your team. And it's going to improve your confidence, your self-efficacy. You're going to be much better at solving problems. And so those are all increases of becoming more emotionally intelligent. There's also decreases, and we think decreases, you tend to think of negatives. But decreases from becoming more emotionally intelligent, less stress. You're going to have lower biases and distrust, reduce absenteeism and turnover, decreased burnout. You're going to minimize negative emotions. You're going to be less aggressive, less hostile. You're going to compete less than others in, in the non-productive sense of the word compete. You yourself and your team are going to feel less isolated. You're going to reduce incidents. You're going to reduce injuries. That's going to lead to lower work and comp lower workers compensation. Fewer disengaged workers, less turnover, reduced bullying, hazing. So there's becoming more emotionally intelligent leads to increases and decreases, all of which are very positive. So this is a very high level snapshot. At a very high level, let's think about those, those four quotients we talk about, starting with self-recognition. And really that boils down to accept your emotions as information and then really be able to identify what thoughts and emotions are leading to behaviors in yourself. Social recognition, your focus on others. Become genuinely interested to others, and this is so important, and adapt to their needs. Self-management, self-control, personal discipline. Learn to act assertively rather than passively or aggressively. And that's gonna start with that self-recognition and thinking about those emotions as information and then, and then start associating emotions with behavior. Understand how that cycling process works. Then you've got social management. Now we're talking about things like teamwork, like mentoring, like coaching. 
Give others the right to their emotions. You need to give them the right to have those emotions. And then you can help them start to understand, just like you're doing in yourself, how those emotions are translating into behavior. So to sum up what we've talked about at a, at a very high level with emotional intelligence, successful people are emotionally intelligent. It's just, you, you could boil all the benefits down and those increases, decreases we talked about to one statement that the more emotionally intelligent you become, the more successful you're gonna become. That's true for you and your team. Both the performance of both should increase as you become more emotionally intelligent. So it really does boil down to identifying thoughts and emotions in yourself and in others, and then understanding how those thoughts and emotions are translating into behavior and then controlling your emotions so you achieve your desired behavior. That's emotional intelligence in a nutshell. Really understand, controlled emotions lead to controlled behaviors. So emotionally intelligent, we identify our emotions, we understand how they translate into behaviors, and then we therefore control our emotions to achieve our desired behaviors. You do that, you'll become a more successful person. Your performance, your team's performance is going to improve. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, which was produced by the team at Frontline Utility Leadership and Incident Prevention Magazine. Don't miss our next podcast. Make sure you subscribe at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe.